Hello, darling. So grateful that I have you. Seriously, it's nice to be able to share these things. So thanks for being here. This is hard. It's hard. It's harder than we realize. It's probably harder than we make it look. I don't know. I feel like maybe the podcast, I do a better job of being, you know, sharing like all of the emotions. I hope that you'll agree. In fact, I'd love to get your feedback on all this. Jump inside our, we've got a little private Facebook group. It's free, obviously, but anyone who listens to the show, I'd love for you to join it. It's under Shalene's Pod Squad on Facebook. Anyways, hey, if you just tuned in, my name is Shalene Johnson, and on Fridays, I just talk about whatever's going on in my life, and right now, what's going on is Alzheimer's. Thanks for being here. Thanks for going for a ride with me. Please put your seatbelt on. Let's do this. Yeah, so it's just me in the car today, and I'm recording this quite early in the week. Sometimes I record it like the night before I release it, but there's a lot of emotions right now and I I need to do this. So I just thought I would, you know, chat with you. If you have no idea what I'm talking about and want the history, you'll see the episode numbers. You can go back and kind of follow the journey if you're curious or maybe you're going through this yourself, whatever. My father-in-law living with me right now, he has Alzheimer's. And if you want the rest of the update and to figure out like, okay, so how did this happen and when and where and how are you dealing with it? Those episodes are in the show notes, but out of, I guess, courtesy or to respect those of you who listen to every single episode, I'm just going to pick up where we left off. So this was a really hard week and it was hard because it was going to be hard even if we didn't have this to deal with because we had our open enrollment for the Marketing Impact Academy, which is is now closed. Welcome to all of our new members. But that's always, it's pressure and it's heavy lifting. It's helping a lot of new people get started. It's answering those questions for people that they know they need it, but they're afraid to pull the trigger. And it's just being sensitive to the fact, like, you know, when you know people need something, but you also don't, you don't want to want it for them more than they want it for themselves because that's kind of a sticky situation. So it's having to be like really on and really present and listening to people's situations and their stories. And that can be emotionally difficult. And in addition to that, it means I went live every day for two weeks straight just teaching. And that's something I do kind of like to give back every year because I know there are some people who like they're not ready to start a business mentally, emotionally, whatever. So I feel like that's a way to help bring people along, you know, and every year when I teach, that's what I'm doing is I'm helping people understand what it takes to get started and helping them shift their mindset. And so I do that for a week, sometimes two weeks. This time Brock and I taught for two weeks straight, about an hour and a half to three hours every day, live on video. And you know, it sounds like, oh yeah, so what? You open up your camera and you talk. It's more than that. Like you've got to prepare your teaching points and memorize them and then, you know, we had thousands and thousands of people who are on those lives and you just feel responsible to answer everybody's questions. It's a lot of pressure. It can be stressful, but it's totally doable and it's tolerable and I love it. And it's, I'm so blessed to do this for a living. I just can't even believe it. But having said that, when we scheduled these, we schedule them most of the lives in the evenings. And if you know anything about Alzheimer's, that's often when Alzheimer's patients have what's known as sundowners. And I don't know if that's, I think everybody's sundowners is a little different. For us with Bob, he really becomes obsessive 
and ask the same question over and over and over again. He can kind of get emotional and it's just like a dog that won't let go of a bone. He just will not drop the subjects, whatever that is. And it's often relates to like someone he knows or someone, a family member. And, you know, he wants to know like, why are they not there or when are they coming? And like, you know, it's just us. And so it can be draining. So that's what I want to talk about is like, so this week was a pretty emotional week. And like last night I just, I cried and cried and cried last night and I wasn't sure why, like, why was I so sad? And I wanted to figure it out and, you know, I'll probably do a a session with my therapist just to make sure that I figured it out. But I kept crying thinking about Bob because he was like so hard for us last week. It's not physically hard. It's not that he's physically demanding. It's not like caring for him is hard. It's the emotional toll that it takes on you answering the same questions over and over and desperately hoping that you're going to give him an answer that brings him some peace. It reminds me of the way I felt when our son had colic and you feel so helpless as a parent just trying everything you can think of to give them some relief and you just feel powerless because you're like, I'm not helping. They're still in pain and you can feel that way emotionally with someone who has Alzheimer's because you can just tell when you've given them the right story and it gives them a relief and you can tell when they're still really sad or really angry or really agitated and it's hard because you just can't take that away from them. The stage that we're at, I think I read from other people like how hard you know, the stages that you're at. And sometimes people see what we put up on social media and they're like, oh my gosh, you guys are doing an amazing job. You make it look so easy, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's just people looking at our social because we probably do make it look a little easier there. But the fact of the matter is, if you listen to the podcast, you know, it is a struggle. And I think a stage six is probably a different struggle for people. If you have Alzheimer's or dementia, person and they're angry, that's got to be totally different. Even the way Bob treats me versus the way he treats Brett is totally different. I can distract him pretty easily and I can get him to do things. I can keep him active and I can get those things don't distract him when he's with Brett. With Brett, he really hounds him for the same information and it just wears and tears on Brett's heart because you're also telling someone you love a lie, a white lie to make them calm but you know it's still like you know it tears at you and I think we thought this was going to be easier than it is and we just are now at a stage where we're like okay yep we're not superhumans we need more breaks at first we were like this is fine who can't tell a few white lies right like we're making them like it's easy but it does wear on you. And man, we're only a couple months in. I don't even know if we're a couple. Yeah, I think we're a couple months in. I don't know how y'all do it who've been doing it for years. I don't know how you do it if it was your spouse. I don't know how you do it if your person that you were taking care of was angry or mean. We don't have any of that, man. I just want to say I love you guys and I'm praying for you and get support because we are two people who are young and have energy and money and can afford to do this. And Bob is nice and and it's still really hard and we haven't even been doing it for very long. You know what I'm saying? So like I have a totally new appreciation and it drives me crazy. Some of the comments I get in social media where people are like, it's so wrong to put somebody in a home. It's like no one has any business commenting on what anyone else should do because you just don't know. 
you don't know unless you're living in it and you don't know all the things and it's no one's to judge. I've become so much more empathetic to any caretaker. But where we're at this week is we had to figure out like, okay, we need more help. And it's not a physical thing. Like I said, we need to be able to leave and not think about it. And that's our own doing. We can afford that. We can get help. And I'm not sure. We just kind of realized like last night, like we need to do that. Like, why aren't we doing that more? We need to do more of that. It's this guilty thing. Like, because you know, you become this person's security blanket. And Brett has really become that. Now Bob doesn't want to leave with any other family member. He doesn't want to leave the house because he thinks certain family members are going to be showing up at our house. So he doesn't want to leave our house for fear that those people are going to show up. So it's like harder and harder to get him out, which means it's harder and harder to run errands with him. And everything is dependent upon Brett. So I think Brett probably really feels so much pressure, so much pressure. So we just have to deal with that guilt and know that what's more important is our like, you know, health and sanity. And we both agreed last night, like, yeah, what are we doing? Like, we're smarter than this. Let's, let's do what keeps us healthy and him happy. And we don't have to hold his hand 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Like, you know, he's perfectly fine. Even if he is a little unhappy for a couple of hours, because we're not with him and somebody else who's perfectly capable is. So that's where we're at. Okay, so back to my original thing where I was saying like, I couldn't figure out like why I was crying so hard last night, thinking about all of this. And I think I figured it out, but here's what I wanted to say. When you have a reaction that doesn't make sense to yourself where you're like, guy, why am I crying? Like you go to return a blouse and the sales clerk was rude to you. And you find yourself crying and you're like, what is wrong with me? Like, why is this? What is going on? When you find yourself reacting in a way that doesn't match the situation, that is a sign that there's a deeper trigger, that it stirs up past emotions or past unresolved traumas, unresolved, you know, beliefs. And so it made me realize that's what I have going on and what that brings up. I think I know what it is but I'm going to address that with my therapist and figure out if in fact that's why it gets so sensitive for me when I think about Bob being cared for by somebody else or in a home. Like why does that so, so, so upsetting for me? And I think I know why, but I'm going to explore that. So this is just a message to remind you, like when you have something like that happen where you're like, wait, why is my reaction not match this scenario? Really good sign to tap in with a therapist. So I'll report back and let you know if I can resolve this and if in fact my hunch is right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here, you guys. I really do appreciate it. And I'm going to give you some Fridays where we're not talking about this. But for right now, I just have to tell you, it means a lot to me that you are going through this with me. I hope it's helpful to you. I do appreciate your feedback so much. I hope this hasn't been a downer episode. There's been so many moments of joy. He rode a bike this week. That was a shocker and freaking hysterical. Like Brett and I were like, hey, Bob, we're going to go for a bike ride and roller skating. We'll be back in about 10 minutes. And, you know, he's fine. We live on a private street. It's guard gated. There's, you know, all the security guys know Bob. They know he has Alzheimer's. Like he can't go anywhere. He doesn't wander yet at this stage because he doesn't want to leave the house because he thinks people are coming to visit him. That's kind of a good thing. But anyway, so we're not worried about him leaving or wandering or anything like that. So we go and jump on our bikes and 
Yep, guess what? Bob shows up right behind us. He grabbed my pink bicycle. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell is going on? I didn't even know he could ride a bike. I was looking into buying him a tricycle, you know, one of those like adult tricycles. But no need. I guess you never forget how to ride a bike. This dude's coordination is off the friggin' charts. It's insane. His coordination is like he doesn't even have Alzheimer's. It's crazy. But anyways, that was a bright moment. There were lots of bright moments. So many bright moments. So much beautiful, beautiful gifts. And so many things I'll just never forget. And I'm so glad I'm videotaping all of it. Because even right now, I just watch the videos from the day and just go, oh my gosh, this is so special. But it's also hard. And that's life. Life is beautiful. Life is hard. Life is a gift. You are a gift. I love you. I mean it. Thank you for being here. I'll talk to you soon.